0: Hi there, I'm Shan Holderness and welcome to Health Unraveled. I'm a nutritionist, counsellor and eating psychology coach. And in my almost decade of experience in the health industry, have seen far too many women and men become consumed with weight loss, only to end up yo-yo dieting, with disordered eating patterns and in binge and restrict cycles. This just breaks my heart, so I'm here to unravel everything you thought you knew about health and yourself, to help you start putting the pieces of the puzzle together and begin the process of aligning your mind. Welcome to episode three. I want to share with you today about how voids in our life impact our health now this is a topic i first started speaking on within my align program which actually started off as the emotional eating workshop in the second day in this workshop we spoke about the voids and even to this day every client that goes through the align program and they get to module two they always message me um, because it's a very emotional subject um, if you're willing to get vulnerable enough it will hit some nerves and it's designed to to do that in a really safe way to uncover what's been going on now trying to uncover can be scary and that's why most people don't even get to that point right most people don't go, far enough in um to uncover what's really going on and that's where you end up being stuck in these cycles of not understanding feeling misaligned yo-yo dieting binging and restricting because If you're not willing to dive under the surface of what's happening and look beyond just the actions of what you're doing and actually look towards the thoughts, beliefs and habits that are leading to your actions, then nothing's really going to change, especially if it is actually your thoughts and beliefs that are causing this. Now, I also want to mention a please be emotionally open to receiving what I'm about to say and also know that it's okay to cry and be vulnerable because I will be sharing some of what I share in the second module in the Align program resources um, and every time someone goes through that I get a message saying that they cried and that there was tears <laughs> um, but that's good because that means things are being uncovered right so first of all I want to explain what avoid actually is like what is it that I'm even talking about right now so a void is a a completely empty space an emotional void is the empty space that lacks meaningful emotions and these emotional voids can be caused by a lack of emotional connection quality time or physical connection as well it can be from boredom stress pressure um, new jobs moving relationships communicating Issues, um, lack of self love, you know, yeah, it can be caused by so many things. Um, it can also be caused during childhood if, say, for example, when you felt sad, um, no one showed you how to actually feel that. If you felt sad or angry, As children, often we actually weren't shown how to feel those emotions. Instead, we were told to stop feeling them or we were distracted from them. And so we continue that cycle into adulthood because we don't know how to just be sad Uh, sometimes we do just need to be sad because being sad is an emotion that we're able to feel. And same with being angry. We're allowed to be angry and express anger as long as we're not hurting someone else. Anger is okay. But the problem is, is as children, we were told not to do that. Don't cry, stop crying, you're okay. Stop hitting, stop acting out in any way that's expressing negative emotions because uh, for most of our parents and, and for most of us too we don't know how to handle those negative emotions either and so how can we teach someone to sit in them if we don't know how to do that ourselves and that's something i'm really passionate passionate about in my parenting is allowing charlie and showing him ways to express these negative emotions so they never become a void for him to try and fill later on in life Now, as adults, um, there is some emotional needs that we have, and that can be love and connection, um, challenges, security, significance, growth, meaning and purpose as well. And when those emotions aren't met we create an emotional void so if we're not being challenged enough um, if we don't feel significant if we don't feel secure if we're not able to grow if we feel stuck if we don't feel loved and connected or if we don't have meaning and purpose we're going to find ways to fill those voids with something else however children actually have many more emotional needs than we do as adults they need attention touch and affection they need to be seen and heard Um, they need to feel visible understood they need to feel significant they need validation praise encouragement acceptance direction belonging um, quantity and quality time and approval and so much more and when those needs aren't met in childhood then emotional voids form all the way through till adulthood until we're able to recognize those needs, right? In other words, most of the emotional voids we experience as adults are actually a result of not having those emotional needs met when we were children. And if you lack those emotional needs if they're not being fulfilled it can cause you to feel an emptiness or a disconnection from your soul and so because that it's not being internally filled we look externally to fill it and i remember having a conversation with a client recently around this and i said um and this is something that my coach actually mentioned to me she's like you know if you're in a boat and it's full of holes and you're constantly trying to plug up those holes eventually it's just going to get overwhelming and and this client said to me oh yeah and currently I'm plugging those holes with Cheetos (laughs) and that's often what we do right and so if we're in this kind of weight loss health journey and we keep kind of falling off track and we're trying to be more disciplined and we're trying to be more strict and we're beating ourselves up for those things what you may actually be missing you may actually be completely missing the point. It's not your actions that are wrong. It's the reasons why we are going towards those actions that are causing that in the first place. And so if you're constantly trying to punish um, yourself for the actions that you're taking, but you're not actually working on the reason why you're doing that in the first place. So say for example, chocolate's a big one that a lot of clients, chocolates and sweets, you know, Um, we have cravings, we have these needs, we need to have these things. What is it that you're trying to fill with those foods. And it doesn't mean the foods are wrong, but the foods actually aren't serving those emotional needs that you have, right? And so in some cases, the actions that you're taking to temporarily band-aid these voids are actually harming you more than they're helping you, especially if you don't recognize what that need is in the first place. So it's really important to look deeply within and, and try and assess and work out Um, what it is that you're trying to fill what is it you're trying to feel And if we choose not to face that void if we don't find its origin and heal it then we are more likely to try and fill that with with things that aren't helping us so that's when we can tend to go towards self-destructive behavior whether that's drugs alcohol Um, disordered eating patterns, obsessive behavior or recklessness and when we fail to consciously face our emotional void there is a high chance that we will actually be controlled by others or taken advantage of as we seek to fill that void in all the wrong places in the wrong ways with the wrong people and so we're more likely to end up in unhappy jobs in unhappy relationships and unhappy friendships because we're trying to fill voids that aren't there. So if you've ever noticed you say to yourself that when I'm feeling down on myself, or not feeling good about who I am or maybe something's happened and I'm feeling sad, I eat to fill that void and afterwards I'll beat myself up for it, I regret doing it but I turn around and do it again. Now that's such a common scenario I see people go through time and time and time again and rather than focusing on the action of the eating and what it is you're eating why don't you instead turn inwards and look within to try and fill that void? Now, when my clients go through this program, when they go through this module, sorry, I actually give them some questions to assess and work through to help figure out this process and it's a process of um, bringing awareness to what's happening and looking at patterns and where they started and how that actually feels for you you know what is it that you're actually looking to feel when you're taking the actions that you're taking what are your patterns what are your routines how did this even start one day you did didn't do this and one day you did when did that begin you know Um, And such an important step within this journey is then finding accountability to help you transition out of this and to be able to discuss and work through this. But like I said, the very first step is actually being vulnerable and open enough to look within in the first place. And it can be so, so, so scary. And what stops us from looking within is our fears, our fears of what we might find our fears of failure, what if we go within and it still doesn't work, you know, nothing's worked so far, why would this be any different, this is harder, so why don't I try an easier thing, because it's okay if I fail at that, it's very, very scary to look inside, but then also a fear of success, what if I look within and I actually find something, right, then what, (laughs) what if I look within and I don't find anything, then what, what if, Um, I am judged for what I do find what if I'm judged for what I'm doing there's so many layers of fear that stop us from going below the surface in this journey and I think so much of this industry is focused on surface behaviors rather than really looking intrinsically and internally and the problem with that is is that if again you're, you're on this surface level of actions and you're not looking towards your thoughts and behaviors you're more likely to end up with a coach who takes advantage of your situation you know you're more likely to end up in the hands of the the weight loss and the diet industry because they don't want you to look below <laughs> they don't want you to figure your shit out <laughs> why would they you know You're actually no good to them if you are figuring your shit out. And that's why so many people avoid this work. They avoid giving you the skills to be able to do this. They avoid giving you the accountability. And the other part of that is is that there's many people that actually aren't qualified to give you the, the level of assistance that this journey actually needs. So if this is resonating with you, there is a level of education and understanding and awareness that's required to help you to go within in a safe, position in a safe space and with no judgment on yourself and and no judgment from me to you either that's why this work is so vulnerable because you need to have that emotional support around you throughout this journey you need to have that connection and that safety around you to be able to reflect inwards and I'd love to share with you a bit of my understanding of my journey within this as well and this kind of touches on a bit about limiting beliefs but for myself, my family moved from England to Australia when I was 13, and that was quite a vulnerable age for me. And it's the age at which, as an adolescent, we're trying to find our identity. And I really struggled with that because I just wanted connection. I wanted to find people around me again. I wanted to be liked. And so I disconnected from myself and tried to become what I thought everyone else wanted me to be. And that carried on all the way through to my life and ended up in a marriage and divorce you know at that before I was 25 and all throughout that period until I recognized that what I wanted was authentic connection with myself and then authentic connection with those around me not a surface level connection where I was trying to be what everyone else wanted me to be I was eating to find that connection right I was eating to find that comfort and that safety um so up and down and on and off that's what I would resort to when I had really heavy emotions that I didn't know how to handle. And a part of it for me came down to a self-harm as well. I felt guilty for things that I'd done in my past. I felt bad for hurting people. I felt bad within myself because I wasn't aligned. And so on a subconscious level i felt that i should suffer for that and that is not a true and correct belief right because all i was doing was the best i could in the circumstances that i was within and all i can do is learn and grow from those situations as well but through all this too i've always held on to this belief that nothing good lasts and there was this series of circumstances throughout my life that reconfirmed this story for me. Now, when I say story, I don't mean a bad thing that I've made up. Our brain puts together pieces of information and creates a story out of them to make sense to them. And then we hang on to that story to make sense of things that are happening in our life. And so my story was that anything good that comes to me will go. And so I carried that on into uh, competing. So when I competed and I had this like incredible lean physique and looked amazing and whatever, whatever, I knew that that would go. So I had it, but I knew it wouldn't last. And guess what? It didn't. <laughs> I reconfirmed that belief for myself. Right. And, you know, same thing. Um, postpartum was, What's the point? Because even if I get there, even if I lose my postpartum weight, it's not going to stay anything. Any good that comes to me is going to go. And I so deeply believe that in so many areas of my life. And I actually had to assess and work through that to be able then to change some of my actions and thoughts and beliefs. I had to unravel what it was that I was thinking and feeling To be able to put together the pieces of the puzzle again for me in a new light, you know. And that's what this journey is all about. It's about figuring out your stories and putting the pieces of the puzzle together. And that is what I am here to do and serve and assist with. That is my role. So I'm going to leave it at that today and I hope you have an amazing day. If you loved this episode, please let me know by leaving me a review or sharing this with your friends. It's so important for me to get this information out to those that need to hear it. So your feedback means the absolute world to me. And also if you have any topic requests, hit me up with them too.